Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit StockInvest.us. Hi, it's uh, Jim and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 41. We ended last week, week 40, uh, Trump attracting COVID. Markets fell on Friday as expected. Uh, during weekend, we have seen uh, more pictures that is getting better. And from this point, we can expect at least the beginning of the trading day this Monday to be good. A bit hard to say how it will end, but what will happen with the rest of the week? We'll get back to that. First, we will look uh, at the week we just left. Uh, I told in the previous podcast that I expected a bit volatile week, a week uh, good for trading, uh, that we should see more buy signals, etc. Nasdaq managed to gain 1.5% last week in total. Uh, Dow Jones did a little bit better, managed 509 points, gaining almost 1.9%, ending the week at 27,682 uh, points. As I said, uh, several candidates uh, would probably go from hold or sell evaluation over to buy evaluation because that was the sign last week. We had all these moving averages, the bottom of the trends, etc. Everything indicating that for at least the major stocks uh, last week should be somewhat okay. Not very good, but at least okay. If you look at Nasdaq, currently there is 25% buy signals uh, and 45% sell signals from all of the Nasdaq exchange. If you look at uh, 29,000 companies around the world, we can see that it's still getting more negative. The sentiment, the overall segment, uh, we have only 21% buy signals across the world. And this... Um, is a part of what I've been trying to explain over the last few weeks, um, that the index, index has been moving more or less horizontal for so many weeks now, and this is usually the first sign that we are about to break that nice, good rising trend which the market's been in, uh, that we will go uh, over maybe to horizontal. In worst case, we will have falling trends ahead of us. And being uh, such a long period, I actually expect this week to be red. It could start very green. As I said, there was this scare on Friday about Trump, his health situation, etc. Uh, but as we get close to the election, I really think that we now will see uh, markets uh, start to take a toll and that we should uh, slowly push uh, downwards. My best guess uh, for the week for the indexes, for the market as such, is that we will see maybe green today, tomorrow, but that will be hard during the week. Any news can change this, for better or worse. It could be uh, the health situation of the president. It could be agreement about uh, incentive packages. Uh, 
any major uh, worldwide news could change markets. We see this very often, but in general, the tendency is downwards, and I think that will just manifest even more now. And as we go into uh, the bigger companies, um, I think that we will see uh, the same uh, picture. And we can do that straight away, looking at uh, Apple. Um, as I said, I didn't expect much from Apple last week, that it should rise in the beginning of the week, fall at the end of the week, and it surely did. It ended at uh, $113, and it's really, really struggling uh, to push uh, upwards. I've been mentioning the support resistance levels that it had to break 120, later 125, that I thought these levels will be too hard for the stock to break through. On Friday, the stock fell with increasing volume. You have this divergence. It's not a very good sign. Uh, at the same time, as I also said, there is so much uh, support under today's level that I don't expect really fast movements, not yet. If it falls under 106, we will see these fast movements downwards, but until then, it will just be a slow, slow waiting game. And my guess is that this waiting game will just end more and more, bit by bit, into red. In medium term, in long term, in, uh, things is slightly bit different. The long-term uh, trend is still very good. Um, buy candidates as such. For the medium term, we start to see this uh, trend-changing picture, and for short and short-term picture, it's, uh, I would say right now, it's at the very best neutral, uh, most likely uh, slightly negative. It still hasn't broken the trend. It needs to break. This trend is about $110. If it breaks below this level, uh, it will confirm more this, uh, from a technical perspective, this negative picture. For the week ahead of us, uh, I do expect that maybe for the first few days we can see a little bit upturn, could push at the very best upwards to 120, but I do not manage to see how the week will be really good. Uh, and by the end of the week, I think it's a fair chance that it will close lower than it did on Friday meaning that it will close lower than 113. Uh, personally, I actually believe that we should sit closer to 106 uh, by the end of the week. For things to change, uh, it will just need three, uh, three four days uh, of upturn and good volume, and the picture will change a bit. But still, there is this huge resistance at 125, and there is nothing right now signaling that Apple will do break these levels anytime soon things has to really really change for that to happen we are slowly also heading into new q results uh, and this will of course uh, affect the markets previous queues uh, apple usually do good you can test this look at this at our page we have these uh, pages where you can look at the previous earnings report we'll give you an idea how the stock usually behave in front and after um, earning report release. But to sum it up, uh, I don't expect much from Apple this week. Maybe upturn today, tomorrow, but then it should slowly fall downwards. And as I said, I expect it to be closer to 106. That's my personal guess. 
from a technical point of view, uh, anywhere between 105 and 125, uh, meeting resistance at 120, having support under today's level, could be anything, but my guess is around 106. Facebook uh, is yet another uh, highly traded stock. And um, our um, automatic algorithms, which analyzes the stock, analyzes lots and lots of indicators, rank all these things together, look at previous history, and try to give a, a um, technical output. What to believe, uh, totally unbiased, just using uh, that material, says that uh, Facebook right now is a sell candidate. It's almost hold, uh, giving it a score of one point. 39 minus 1.39 and i agree to this evaluation facebook got a lot of resistance just above today's levels at 270 close just below 260 last week uh, and i believe this resistance if the stock tried to push upwards this resistance will be very hard maybe too tough and it will just keep pushing the stock uh, downwards uh, and if it continues downwards, it will find support at 255. Later, if it breaks under 250, things start to become a bit more scary. As there is really no good support before 240, later 230. Uh, looking at the stock, uh, it's the same thing as Apple. For the very long-term trend, everything is looking quite okay still. For the medium-term, things is really about to change. And for the short-term, uh, it's not that good. It's uh, best case, as I said in Apple, is best case neutral, but I would say negative. I expect the stock for the beginning of the week, try to push upwards, try, then it will hit the resistance at 270. If it doesn't manage to break it, it should start to fall backwards again. If it managed to break it, that would be very positive because there is very little resistance up to 280. And if it managed to pass 270, this resistance will become support level. Uh, and that will uh, give some insurance uh, for the next few days ahead of us. My very best guess for the week um, ahead of us is that uh, Facebook will end somewhere just above 250, 253 maybe. Hard to say, I don't expect much from this week. Start up, then fall down. And as the week is passed, we'll just see that nothing really major happened. It just fell a little bit more. Amazon is yet another big, big company. Lots of people trade it. And again, our system says uh, sell. This one has a bit higher minus. It's minus 2.54 from our system. Uh, and also to this uh, evaluation, I agree. Amazon is struggling a bit more in the medium term. Even in the long term trend, we are starting to see it's um, topping out. Uh, short term trend is negative. It's gotten more volatile. Right now, as with Apple, it had divergence in volume on the Friday trading. Not a specific, uh, uh, very good sign. Uh, it's in uh, the levels where it has lots of support, lots of resistance, meaning that we shouldn't see these 
highly fluctuations uh, should move up and down, but nothing really, really major. A good support at 3000 It's currently traded at $3,125. Uh, later at just $2,950 is another uh, support level. Uh, but upwards, it's already uh, facing resistance straight away. Later at 3200 3300 3400 and there is nothing signaling uh, the stock will do any good. For this stock, as for the previous stock I mentioned, I expect it to start uh, kind of good this week, uh, but then just continue downwards. And uh, for Amazon, I would say that, uh, in my opinion, it's a big chance for Amazon to close downwards to 3,000 points. Last week, I focused about this pickup, that you had this opportunity to do the pickup. Uh, since the stocks were hammered a bit, this natural correction upwards would come. We saw that last week. Now this uh, is fading a bit away. That trading game is much, much harder. And if you're a careful investor, you would uh, make sure that uh, Amazon is going up. And I would say that you would just wait to see if it managed to break 3,200, because if it does it, it will have lots of support below. If it doesn't, it should start uh, or continue to trend downwards. We see the same thing uh, in the relative strength index picture that the stock is uh, should continue downwards. If it breaks below 3,000, there will be a significant change in the technical picture and it will uh, go negative in short, medium, and uh, at best case, neutral in long term. Advanced micro devices, uh, company which I really like. Uh, it was heading up for the sky for the $100 mark, didn't do so. Fell back and lately it's been moving sideways between 75 and uh, 19 up and down and lately it's been closer to the 75 mark it ended at 81.80 on friday uh, also this stock is uh, trending a bit downwards in the short term picture has a lot of support uh, under today's level from 80 to 75 uh, relative strength index is a hard so it should push uh, continue to push downwards, test these levels under um, 80. Uh, and if the support managed to hold 75, it could bounce back up because at uh, 77, it's already testing uh, the bottom of the rising trend, which the stock is in. And if it breaks this, we get the same thing as I said so many times already in this podcast. You will have these signals that uh, trends are changing. Uh, for the worse. In most cases, uh, stock managed to bounce up, and that's exactly what you will uh, look for if um, advanced micro devices go above 85, it should go quite rapidly up to 90. If it passes 90, it should go quite rapidly up to 100. Uh, but as is, it's too uncertain. The volume is quite flat, there is nothing majorly happening. Um, advanced micro devices right now uh, so interest is neither good neither bad I expect uh, or I believe that people is just awaiting direction 
Given the week uh, as such, our system has it as a hold candidate. I totally agree to this evaluation. I would also say hold candidate. Just wait to see what's actually going to happen. Will it? Will the support hold? Because if the support hold, it will turn out to be a good uh, buy candidate. Uh, and if it goes above 85 with good volume, not just a single or a few intraday trades, but it really passes 85, I would say that you should buy it. But as is, is a waiting game, hold it could go both ways uh, personally uh, I'm pretty sure that it will end the week between 75 and 85 and I do believe that we should closer to 75 than 85 during this podcast I often mentioned the biotech companies um, simply because it's just the time that we're in biotech companies are in uh, they had this amazing run and took a few, uh, few of them took a quite a huge fall, but they are still quite interesting. Sorento Therapeutics is one of them. Uh, it has the same kind of picture like Apple, like uh, advanced micro devices, etc. Um, it's moving uh, within a horizontal trend. Uh, ended the week, fall the last part of the week. Uh, but as as the week progressed, it it managed to gain some. It started the week roughly around nine, ended the week just at ten thirty eight. Volume is following the stock, and this is the one thing I like. As I said, in Apple, etc., you have this divergence where volume is going in the opposite direction of the price. If you look at Sorento, the volume is following the price. This I consider to be a good signal, good technical signal. Um, and makes me believe that there might be something in store for uh, Sorento. Our our system, as I said, based totally on uh, computer software algorithms, has as a buy candidate. I kind of agree to this um, evaluation. Has uh, support under today's level. Uh, I do believe uh, we only need a little peak of interest and we should see the stock price. Being a volatile stock, uh, moving 9.33% intraday. Uh, you never really know exactly where will the bottom be, but my guess is that if you manage to pick this stock anywhere around 9.50, you will probably be in for some good profit, uh, very little resistance up to 12, later at 14. I don't see it break 14, but if it should break 14, it should go quite rapidly up to 19. Um, Interesting, it just needs the volume, the attention, uh, and it should fire up. Um, if the week is just normal, we should see it slide a little bit uh, up and down, and I expect it to uh, end somewhere between 12 and 12, uh, 12 and uh, 10 and 12 dollars by the end of the week. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that. Uh, to be a fair evaluation if anything happens it could go really fast so keep it on your watch list check out the volume that will give you the telltale signs uh, if anything is uh, up and boiling but um, it's a far better candidate than the other technical uh, tech comp companies that i mentioned i believe there is more to gain but again very volatile means that it will move a lot up and down uh, so it's considered to be a high-risk stock. 
It's been a long time since I've been speaking uh, about uh, the Boeing company. Airlines, uh, I was very optimistic for the very first swing trade. That was so obvious when the stock was in. Traded around $85.90. It was such an obvious buy. Had this nice run up to 160 and been falling downwards ever since. Currently trading uh, at $168. Um, so it had this uh, it had this uh, moving upwards to $230 and been falling ever since that was very late May beginning of June when it hit the top and it's been falling downwards ever since currently it's uh, traded in a massive belt uh, of accumulated volume uh, that just indicate that it shouldn't move fast uh, either way, either it's up or down. It shouldn't happen very fast anytime soon. What we can say is that there is much more resistance above today's level than there is support under today's level. It is within a falling trend. It's in the top of the falling trend, indicating that it should continue downwards even more. So we got two signals. The volume is also high, indicating just the same thing that it will be hard for the stock to keep momentum and it should just push uh, downwards. If it falls below 165, it should start fall a bit more rapidly. And if it goes under 160, it could have this huge intraday fall, pushing it all the way down to 115, just one single trading day. If it, for some reason, pushes upwards, that could happen. You never know. Could be some news or something. I don't manage to see that happen. Um, it will face resistance at 170, later 175, 180, uh, etc. And these things just say that any and everything will go very slow. If it managed to pass 180, the technical picture, uh, technical picture will change a lot, and the stock will become uh, so much more interesting. But as is, nothing interesting at all. Uh, I expect by end of the week to see it closer to 150 uh, than uh, today's level. Best guess, ending around, roughly around 158, 160. Could even be that uh, during a very red day it will fall uh, as low as 150 intraday, uh, but probably end around 160. We will uh, go back uh, to a favorite stock of mine. Pushed a newsletter last week recommending uh, Lakeland. <laughs> and since I pushed the newsletter, it's been doing very good. And this is a stock that you should have in your uh, watch list right now. The reason for this is that this company produces protective gears and they have amazing good results. They're actually not able to produce fast enough. Uh, and as Q results is coming up, this company will just deliver yet another good Q result. And in the, uh, anticipation of this, we should see the stock move upwards. In previous quarters, it's been moving upwards till the Q result. The Q result is pushed is super good. Then stock fall back simply because uh, investors, traders move their money elsewhere. But technically, fundamentally, this is a very good company. It's in a falling trend uh, in short term.
but as I said, we are getting close to good results again. Has an PE just above nine, nine I believe, um, and uh, eight point thirty-seven is the price-earning ratio right now. That that is super cheap for a company like this, uh, and I expect that we should just see this uh, this company to push upwards. It's been going straight upwards since. 1830 currently trading at 2132 could be that it will take one or two days break before pushing upwards uh our system has it as a buy candidate giving me 3.6 i agree to this um, evaluation it still has a lot of momentum left from volume volume is falling price good good sign uh facing resistance uh, all the way up to 24 uh, so I don't expect fast movements, just these slow but steady movements. Uh, you'll kind of find it boring, but as a week pass, you suddenly see that it gave you a lot of percentages. Uh, happy, happy uh, at low risk. If it turns downward, it will find support just under today's level, later at 20, then 18, uh, 30. Relative strength index is moving upwards. Uh, also, that a good sign. Buy signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average, and as I said, the volume is following the price. Uh, it's a good sign. So that's Lakeland. You should keep it. Uh, you should keep it uh, on your watch list. As I said, it's been doing the same thing so many times pushing upwards uh, to uh, Q results. Uh, and after Q results, it uh, usually, usually falls. Another company uh, mentioning it so many times simply just because I'm following its diffusion pharmaceuticals. I expected a lot of things to happen last week. Nothing really happened. Uh, it's Floating just above zero eight. Uh, will not spend much time this time. It has buy signal from short-term moving average. Uh, our system rank it as a sell signal, a sell candidate. Uh, it's maybe a fair evaluation because under zero eight, it has no real good support. But this is one candidate that you should keep in your watch list, simply because. COVID is, uh, COVID is back. We see this in Spain. We see this everywhere. Countries are shutting down again. It gets lots more attention. I know the president even had COVID. So these things, these treatments get uh, lots and lots of attention. And the diffusion pharmaceutical is all about oxygen in the transport, transport uh, of oxygen in the blood. Uh, so it's the right product for the right time. Uh, but it hasn't really pushed off. We've been waiting for this uh, Food Drug Administration um, approval uh, for testing in US. They have started testing uh, in uh, Romania. Uh, hasn't come yet. Could come any day. But it's penny stock, super high risk. I'm personally uh, invested into this. I have been along since 44. Later I bought more at 51. Uh, I Went all the way up to 180, sold some, rebought more, uh, and think this is a super interesting stock to have in your high risk uh, portfolio. 
Another stock that we've been uh, keeping an eye on is um, Arbutus. Been moving uh, steady, steadily, more or less. For last better part of five weeks, it's been moving upwards since 240. Uh, it was traded all the way up to 620 uh, back in uh, July. Actually peaked at nine. Uh, have buy signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average has so much resistance above today's level that any travel upwards will be hard as there is some breaking news. Little support under today's level makes the risk very high. It has to be traded above 3, otherwise it could so easily fall back to 250. Under 250 there's hardly no resistance before... Um, 170, 180, there is very little trading. It's almost dead. Um, I, uh, as in diffusion pharmaceuticals, I believe they have a good uh, product. Uh, it's time right, right now. It's, but, as I said, with lots of resistance above, the support level has to hold. And what you should uh, look for is volume increase. Keep it in your watch list. Just keep an eye on the volume. Is the volume going above uh, average daily levels? Because that will be the first time things is about to happen. Unless that it will could, could just do as it's been doing for last week, weeks. Been moving totally sideways and just being a very boring game. Given uh, the levels... 354, 450, it's quite many percentages uh, up and down. So it's considered to be somewhat high risk candidate. I've been praising uh, oil many times. I believe that to be uh, a bit more safe stocks. If markets go south, oil should keep better. They should stay better up. And I've been mentioning United States uh, oil. Start mentioning it at $17, went all the way up to 30 I uh, pushed newsletter saying that this is going to 30. It hit 31 almost, 30.93 high. Then fall back, currently trading at 26.35. Oil prices plunged uh, on Trump's uh, COVID news, pushing also this stock. But I believe in general, uh, oil to be uh, right. I remain very positive to oil stocks. And I believe that the uh, United States oil is one of them. It's broken the falling trend uh, with clear margin indicating that the trend shift is above lots and lots and lots of support below today's level. So the risk shouldn't be that big. Uh, volume is starting to pick up. It's a bit interesting. Uh, there is nothing, uh, there is no telltale that things will happen very fast, very soon. But if we had into very red days, uh, these stocks could actually hold quite better, even manage to gain a little bit, and that will reduce your risk. And as I said, personally, I've done some changes into my portfolio, into what I consider to be more safe stocks, because I don't want that high exposure as I consider markets to be volatile. And uh, as I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, I expect them to be slightly red now, the markets. Uh, and I don't want to be stuck with high-risk stocks if the markets take a plunge. Uh, in my world, that will happen. It's just when it's so hard to say the exact day or the exact week when things will happen. 
but I shift my portfolio and it's just a good advice uh, that you should take attention to. Another uh, oil gas stock is Cyan, uh, penny penny stock, traded at 0, uh, 25 it was requested by you, so what, if I could answer what I believe will happen to Cyan. And if you look at Cyan, uh, I believe that for the very first part of the week, it should trade uh, upwards, it should do the 0, 30, that will give you roughly 10% or so. Uh, so the twenty uh, percent or so should that should do that fairly easy, then fall back somewhere around zero twenty seven, go a bit sideways uh, and slowly push upwards to thirty zero uh, thirty five. Uh, interesting, yes, but this is a penny stock. There is hardly no volume. Super risky to trade. Uh, the way to lose money but it's it's interesting and as a high risk stock at the end of your portfolio uh i believe it to be good lots of support under today's level uh our system says hold i would say that it's maybe even buy uh slight buy got a good risk reward if you take into consideration uh that it's a penny stock as i said uh moves around 10% uh, intraday uh, during day. We are getting to the uh, very end uh, of this podcast. I often uh, get lots and lots of requests from people either on my inbox, uh, people request, uh, prediction requests, what I believe will happen uh, next day, etc. Get some questions on the Discord. Uh, always trying to do my best but there are some general tips and tricks uh, to learn uh, I mentioned a few of them today divergences in volume volume should follow stock it's a very good rule what is in a rising trend usually stay in a rising trend uh, but if the trend is broken that is a good uh, or bad signal depends if it's up or down but that is a signal you should pay attention to. The, the common rule is that it should be breaking. Any signal should be breaking by 3%. That's just a common rule. And it should be breaking on increasing volume uh, to confirm uh, the trend shift. Very, very last talk uh, I'll look at today is uh, Tesla. As I said last week, I didn't have huge expectations. And now Tesla have three times topped out at 450 had a divergent in volume like Apple, like uh, Amazon, etc. On Friday, uh, volume increased, stock fell. It has to break 450, otherwise it's really starting to paint the picture where things will get ugly. That is the uh, break and fall of Tesla to do this thing, to go above 450. Because if it managed to go above 450, this level will become support levels. I said that when it was trading under 1,000. If it managed to break 1,000, everything will start to look so good because it will become support levels, etc., um, etc. Et uh, and it's the same thing now. If it managed to break above 450 on increasing volume, it will be such a good signal and uh, the risk reward will increase drastically because right now the risk reward is not very attractive. 
Yes, it has a lot of support under today's level, meaning that we shouldn't see any very fast movements. Uh, the big scare if it's fall below 380 because there is no uh, support before uh, 330. Then there is lots of support from 330 to 270. Under 270, there is less again. On the upside, it's just uh, resistance at uh, 450 and bit by bit, it's starting to starting to uh, build up uh, that is the asset test of uh, tesla to manage to do this friday it gave a sell signal from uh, short-term moving average it's it is about to also give a sell signal from long-term moving average it's, it is within a, a rising trend so if we look at medium long term it still look very positive it's just this short-term picture and it's getting close closer to the bottom of the trend again testing this uh, trend our system has it as a buy candidate and i kind of agree it's almost a hold it's 1.76 the hold evaluation starts at one i kind of agree because technically it's still positive it's just this fact that it doesn't manage to break 450 that makes me a bit worried uh, and I do believe uh, uh, by the end of the week, uh, the stock will either be at the same level or just below today's level, meaning that it will be somewhere between $400 and $415 by the end of the week. Should uh, do a little push-up uh, before uh, starting to go downwards again. And as the week as such, it should be traded, in my best guess, uh, Traded low intraday 380-370 and high could be even 460, but it will not be enough volume to push through uh, 450. Above 450, everything changes. Put back on your smile, but as long as it remains under 450, the ratio uh, risk reward is not as attractive as it should be or could be. For uh, the next two, three weeks, will, this week will really tell, tell what will happen with Tesla because if Tesla go above 450, the next two, three weeks just looks green, good. If it doesn't, it starts to paint, as I said, this picture that we could start to see uh, major falls in Tesla, uh, pushing it downwards at, for short to the 300 mark. Uh, maybe more trends will be broken but that will also apply for a lot of other big companies like apple and just signaling that the market as such is uh, starting to head downwards it remains to see i believe it will be a volatile week that you will have this upturn today tomorrow maybe then a bit downturn upturn it could be good uh, if you manage to do good entrance and exit levels could be a very good training week uh, as I said, I love support resistance. It works very well. Put your uh, trades, your buying trades at the support level. Sell at the resistant levels. It works perfectly. Anyway, I hope you will have a very, very good week. Uh, that you will do some green. And we will speak next week. Bye. Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 37. It's Jim, and once again, it's these cases where I'm not able to make the podcast in studio. Right now, I'm sitting in a car, and it's raining outside. 
But for more than one and a half year, I've been giving you these podcasts every Monday before market opens. And I plan to do that today as well. Last week, I was right in many things, but also wrong in some. I was wrong about the market. Market fell, as you know. I thought it would go sideways. But I, uh, for stock picks, I picked uh, Moderna. And that was one super hit. I was able to get in very early uh, in the morning at 41.65 just to see it uh, bounce really hard up during the week ending at 50 dollars and 16 cents so huge profit on amc assets but we will get back to these uh, trading tips for the week a little bit later if you're a new listener this is how we'll do it i will tell you what to think about the market uh, for the week ahead of us then i will look into some of the major tech stocks because analyzing these stocks will give us an idea about the market as such and last week i told you for instance that i thought apple would end the week at 150 dollars ending at 148.97 uh, i also told you that i thought bitcoin will go up well bitcoin fell ending the week friday at 46 thousand dollars we will get there but after these analyses i will give you the trading tips for the weeks ending the podcast with a short glimpse into the portfolio and for the week ahead of us well what can we expect as i said the market is reacting down there is really no good support before 14,800. so that's the level where things should by all means pick up the things to watch out because you have to watch out for some of the major news and there are some heavy news coming this week on Tuesday, we will have the consumer price index numbers, giving an idea of the inflation. The expectation is that for August, uh, the price will increase 0.4% month over month. But we know for, for many months, uh, the consensus been very wrong. And I think there is a fair chance that will happen for year over year uh, the consensus is that the prices will be rising 5.3 percent if these come in very negative uh, it will be a hard toll on the market so these are the numbers that you want to watch on tuesday consumer price index numbers if they come in on expectations or even better than expectations we can have a really a nice rebounds in the market but it doesn't stop with the inflation numbers because there is also spending numbers and these will come in on Thursday where we will get the retail numbers. And just to remind you, for instance, in July, these numbers was three times less than what was expected. People simply saved money, did not spend as much money. How will it be uh, for uh, August? Well, we will know on Thursday. So you want to watch the Tuesday and the Thursday numbers. And I think that on these two days, um, there will be volatility uh, in the market, especially just before and after uh, the release of these numbers. So that could be possible trading days uh, where you have the volatility and you could do day trading. 
other news that's coming this week is Oracle will release their numbers uh, after market closes today and before the morning open. Fuel Cell will release their quarter numbers. So you can have a, keep an eye on these, especially Fuel Cell could be interesting. The other thing uh, to watch out for is, of course, uh, the old, the gold and the 10-year treasury yield. And last week I said I thought oil will go up, uh, sorry, go down. But that was wrong. Oil is currently trading at $70, uh, up around $3 from last week. I still, uh, uh, as I said, in podcast after podcast, I'm very optimistic about oil. I was uh, super optimistic when oil was 20, saying that it should easily go to 50, later 60 and 70. And as I said, I think during uh, 2021, it will hit a $100 high, but just not uh, now. I think oil still is uh, too expensive. I think it should go below uh, $60, but right now it's trading $70. And it could just continue upwards. It's a little bit about supply demand, but OPEC increased uh, the supply quite drastically. So um, I think that we should see uh, a situation where oil is going a little back but doesn't seem like it right now and being uh, off for a few weeks well uh, but as I said I think oil will go down towards uh, just below the 60 level before continuing upwards the other thing that uh, I like to keep an eye on is the gold prices because they reflect uh, somewhat the insecurity in market and last week gold fell a little bit ending at uh, 1791 my bet is that gold, uh, gold for sure will go to 2000 and actually increase the price to 2500 if you look a year ahead. But I'm pretty sure that gold will go up to $2,000. But first we need to see the 10-year treasury yield, which measures the inflation to increase. When this increases, right now it's been stable week after week. And it was actually unchanged last week, ending at 134. Uh, when it starts to move, I think we will see movements also in the gold price. These uh, are somewhat correlated. And that uh, just uh, brings me into uh, the few stock tips. Just quick uh, recap what I said. I think that the markets will fall this week. There is no support before 14,800. It could start with a green day or two, three red days and bounce up by the end of the week, especially if these numbers are good. But in general, I expect that we might see markets down to 14,800 before it turns up. So if it hits 14,800, let's say very bad numbers tomorrow, it could bounce up. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for instance, and uh, the week overall could be a little bit better. But in general, a negative forecast for a week ahead of us. Last week I told you I believed Apple would um, start to correct, that it would go upwards 257 as it could be high. And Apple went up, but also down as expected. I had a target for $150. Ending the week at 148.97, I was only off by a dollar and three cents, so it was quite spot on. And looking at the chart, everything indicates that the stock should move a little bit down, but I think it might bounce up again. So for a week as such, I don't see the huge development in Apple. Of course, intra-week, it could be some dollars up 
or some dollars down. I, my bet is it will be a few dollars uh, down before going up. I think that Apple will end the week at $151, so more or less unchanged uh, for Apple. And as I said last week, uh, I see this as total natural. I don't see anything really scary yet. We still have to fall more. If its market breaks 14,800, keep falling, then things starts to be more uh, scary, but not right now. And Microsoft, which I said I was more negative to Microsoft than I was to Apple. I had a target for Microsoft at $297, ending the week at $295.71. So I was off by $1.29 on Microsoft. And looking at the chart, I think it will just continue downwards. Uh, could do the same thing like Apple. It just goes uh, quite far down. Could even be 285, 283, 84, 85. I don't know for sure. But I also think that it will bounce a little bit up by the end of the week. So the target for Microsoft will be 292. And uh, Tesla, which is such a hard stock to predict because it's a, a relatively volatile stock and it behaves exactly like it wants to behave. It was on a very good roll, but then the red week hit, so Microsoft was not able to get back to the target, which I have at 780, actually ending the week at 736. The direction is good, but right now, since it uh, did not manage last week, the forecast for the week ahead of us is a little weaker. So for the first time in weeks, I will actually reduce uh, the target a little bit. I would say that uh, Tesla by end of the week will be somewhere close to 730. Could actually because of the situation in the market and how things are building up, it could fall all the way down to 700, bounce up then to 730. I would say any buy around 700 is probably a very good buy. Uh, because in general, I think the stock should continue further up. And as I said before, 800 for sure could even be 900. After that, things uh, is a total different story. GameStop last week, I said I believed GameStop would uh, fall back end the week at $195. Actually ended a little bit below that at 190.41. So I was a little bit negative off on the GameStop but the direction was correct and looking at the chart looking at the situation I think these things will continue and for the week as such I have a target of GameStop for $181 as I told you before the scary situation about GameStop is that the lack of support and things can go very bad very fast and sadly it fell back uh, last week not able to continue to push upwards to to make new support levels below. Uh, things got even a little bit more scary uh, in my opinion last week and this will continue in uh, this week. So that's why I keep a target for $181 for GameStop. And then it's uh, the crypto. Bitcoin, I said I believe Bitcoin would uh, end the week at 60000 I actually increased the target because it was getting above 50,000, 51,000 trading uh, at, and then 50 became a very nice support level because it was struggling with 50,000 for so long. Didn't manage to uh, do that, actually. It, uh, everything was looking uh, very good. Then it took a nice down to 45,000. I think I even saw Bitcoin trading at 44,000. 
personally i have used the opportunity to buy a little bit more uh, crypto uh, and the reason is very simple it is totally oversold on the relative strength index everything is indicating that things should go upwards but market is market and uh, even though the technical pictures say that everything should bounce up things can get pretty more ugly uh, it doesn't take much before you get a scare in and things can fall very hard very fast so you should keep that in mind there is no guarantees yes i've been very correct about bitcoins for months after months it was wrong uh, last week and i might be very wrong this week as well it may just continue downwards right now it's struggling around 44 uh, 44 not able to get any real momentum to push back up but technically Looking at the charts being oversold, having this uh, reaction downwards indicate that it should push upwards. But now 60,000 is not likely within a week. So actually I have reduced the target to 52,000. I still believe uh, crypto will go upwards. I even increased my little gamble on it. First time I bought uh, crypto after the major last correction was 30,000. As you know, and now I put uh, in a little bit more. And for Dogecoin, which uh, I've been very optimistic for Dogecoin. Ending the week at 26,000. I even got uh, some uh, Dogecoin last week and increased my position a little bit more. But it is struggling. Uh, and right now, I have had a target for 40,000. It seems like it might go, uh, it will have a hard time to find 40 cents anytime soon. So I have reduced the targets to 29 cents uh, for the week. But as I said, I believe it will go up. I bought Dogecoin at 20 cents, sitting with 30% uh, profit as we speak. And uh, of course I can sell it, uh, but I actually got a little more uh, Dogecoin because I think it should go upwards. So that's uh, crypto. Uh, you should be aware of uh, the following situation. As long as it doesn't manage to break up to 50,000 uh, for Bitcoins, for instance, uh, this will become a very, very huge resistance levels and may actually eventually become too much, forcing a huge reaction down in the crypto. The chances was less last week, they have increased this week and they will increase every day uh, Bitcoin is traded under 14, uh, 40, 000, uh, under $50,000 down in the low 40s. And if we get very bad stock market where liquidity dries up, you can expect huge falls in crypto as well. I was sure that uh, crypto would do go up to 60,000 for sure, uh, Bitcoin, maybe even 70 could go as high as uh, 100. But right now there are small signals uh, that the markets are struggling in general. And as I said, once the liquidity dries up, uh, things can get very bad. And as I said before, in so many of my podcasts, I expect this is the last uh, rally in Nasdaq for sometime i was not sure if it would stop at 15,000 16,000 or even go as high as 20,000 are we at the end of the nasdaq rally are we heading for a major correction you cannot really say until some of the major support levels are broken which was 14,800 for nasdaq if that is breaking it can fall straight down to 14,000 if these things happen it will affect crypto for sure 
And that brings me uh, to uh, the trading tips. And uh, every week I've been giving you two stocks which I want to buy. This week uh, I will not give you two uh, uh, stocks to buy simply because I am in uh, too many open positions. And uh, let's just start with uh, Diffusion Pharmaceuticals, which I bought two weeks back, I think, at 55 cents. I like what I see, so I keep this position open. Singo, which I bought at 864, it's currently trading at 880. It's also like what I see, so I keep this position open as well. Uh, SQ, which I bought last week, started very uh, good, as I expected it started uh, having problems on Monday. I said I wanted to get in low. I was hoping for a low entry. So I got in at 265. Things were for a little while looking good, but then it just kept falling. So it was actually cut by stop loss at 255. I think it will now it's uh, I think it will bounce uh, up, but you see stop loss that's why it is. So I had to take a loss on SQ. But the other stock tips, Moderna, which I bought at 411.25, uh, went straight uh, up to 449.32. So that was uh, uh, such a good buy and everything indicates that it will continue uh, to push upwards. I also keep AMC uh, alive. As I told you last week, I have a trailing stop loss for this stock. Bought at 41.65, currently trading at 50.16. So with uh, all these positions open uh, and uh, knowing that the markets might continue downwards, I do not plan to invest more. I will only invest more if I sell some of these open positions. You have to remember that in addition to this, I have an oil portfolio. I have this other portfolio that we follow. So these are just trading stocks and I don't want to increase my general exposure in the market. Since Christmas, I had... Uh, had my positions around anything from 45 to 55% of my assets in the market because I have not had that huge belief it would go out. I didn't find the risk reward attractive enough and now it's for sure not attractive enough to increase the assets that I keep in the market. So these are the positions uh, that I have open, AMC, DNF, Synga and the Moderna, four of them. I will keep them open this week and uh, for AMC is trailing stop loss, for Moderna is trailing stop loss, Synga and Diffusion Pharmaceuticals I don't have a stop loss, these are very volatile stocks so I keep a closer eye on these positions. And that brings us to the very end uh, of uh, this podcast recorded in a car, uh, sorry for that. Next week, hopefully, we'll be back in studio as usual. The portfolio uh, did very well for a few stocks. Urenergy did very well, but also Arbutus uh, did very good. The other stocks were somewhat unchanged, a little fall. Uh, Diffusion Pharmaceuticals, which I also have in the high-risk portfolio, was more or less uh, unchanged. In general, the portfolio increased by 3.83%, so it was not a super weak, but still good. And it was especially Arbutus uh, pulling the train upwards. And I think that that high-risk portfolio, as I told you before, it's getting close to an end where I will start uh, shut down this position, especially if the markets are not able to get back on track. I will not sit in high-risk stocks for sure. 
So that was the portfolio was actually, uh, sorry, the podcast. Uh, we are 20 minutes in. Usually it lasts 30 minutes, but I don't have my computer. So I'm not able to give you all the proper details. As usual, I will uh, wish for you a green week. I hope you will do some very good trades. Remember these uh, few tips and tricks. Buy on red days, sell on greens. If the markets have a very red day, it's usually a good buying opportunity if you plan to buy. Most people, due to psychology, they buy on green days where stock already is up. So getting stocks with a good discount, if you plan to trade them anyway, is always the best option. It's a very good rule. I follow it very strictly. The other thing is use stop loss. If you don't have uh, the option at your trader, at least put in a mental, uh, put it into your mental awareness, the level where you want to sell. A good, good, good uh, thing to do is when you buy a stock, use list. Uh, find uh, some stocks that you want to trade. Do a little due diligence, dig into the news, read the news about the company. You can use finance, who, whatever uh, service you want. But read a little bit about the company so you know a little bit uh, more before you actually buy the company. And before you buy it, put the level where you quit your losses if it's going down because selling is so hard. But if you're mentally prepared, you have, for instance, a, a certain limit, uh, it will make you, uh, that will make the decision so much uh, easier and you will get out because bad can get really bad, believe me. Uh, if you've only been in green markets, haven't seen the red markets, well, bad can really get bad. So cut your losses early, ride the, the winners as long as uh, they go up, and hopefully you will just keep increasing the value of your portfolio. And that's the whole point of giving this podcast, is trying to help you doing exactly that. Reduce your losses, increase your gains, and that the overall will be positive. Have a very good week, uh, make it green, do some good decisions, and we will speak in just a week. Bye.